One hand speaks. Hey, hey, hey. Here we go. Is it podcast 140-something? Maybe, possibly 147. Hard to say. The last couple days have been incredibly intense with work. Taking care of the Boise Dharma Center. Doing my mom upright. And trying to get out on my way to Kathmandu while I've just been in the car, running around, taking care of errands. No real free time. Left a little bit early (laughs) at work. And, uh... Yeah, just just barely kind of made it on time. Even had to get up a couple hours this morning uh, to run a number of errands. Had to go to work to send out an email. Had to get to, uh, well, stop off at uh, Caffeina on Overland in Boise, Idaho to get a little Java. And then uh, pick up some rice to set up the mandala at the Boise Dharma Center. Send off a piece of Moldavite. Whoa. Get home, take a shower, pack, final pack. Wow, packing a little more intense. I have a small small tote bag and uh, just my Osprey carry-on. And um, <laughs> I'm making my way to Kathmandu. So basically, uh, this podcast is just about me being on the run, international, solo, one-handed, traveling on my way to Kathmandu. I am currently currently kicking it at the Boise airport and uh, yeah so here's the deal 11 a.m. flight out of 11 a.m. flight out of Boise Idaho to Seattle four-hour layover then I'm flying Seattle to Dubai then I have a nine-hour layover yeah nine-hour layover in Dubai and then uh I have a five-hour flight from Dubai to Kathmandu. Now, mind you, there is like a 12-hour time change, but uh, what am I trying to say? Okay, 11 a.m. Boise, 12.30 p.m. Seattle, and then 5 o'clock flight out of Seattle to Dubai. Land in Dubai, their time, 6.30 p.m., nine-hour layover, 4.30 in the morning flight to Nepal. Unbelievable. I arrive in Nepal at like 9.30 in the morning. So basically, I left my house at 9.30 in the morning, uh, Mountain Standard Time, United States, Boise, Idaho, left at 9.30, will land in Kathmandu on Monday, March 2nd. With the time change and the uh, layovers, it's basically a two-day trip. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking... I just love international travel. It's nice to simply disconnect from my life. At some point, I have to stop packing. You know, my brother brought me here, and I'm I'm on my way to Kathmandu, and that's it. You know, I'm I'm leaving a lot behind. I took care of work, took care of my mom, paid the bills, took care of the Dharma Center, sent off some mala counters, sent off some Moldavite, and now I have really no obligations. You know, it's just me and... A little bit of my technology and you know my Buddhist gear and yeah I'm gonna make my way to Kathmandu originally was going to be on a one-week uh, Buddhist retreat with my teacher Dzogchen Kempo Chogar uh pilgrimage and retreat but that got canceled I guess the coronavirus is getting a little crazy 
in people's perception is just in slight scared mode, paranoia. Uh, so we need to be 100% cautious, 0% fear, as Dzogchen Kempo Chogo Rinpoche mentioned, gave a teaching on that, sent out a publication, sent out an article about it. And uh, so everything's paid for. I might as well just go. This is like full vacation mode for me. I keep telling people I rarely just take a vacation. Typically, I'm going somewhere on pilgrimage or, uh, you know, I'm doing some kind of Buddhist retreat or I'm taking my mom on vacation. And this one, you know, yeah, has a a Buddhist pilgrimage overtone for sure. Going to go to some really just sacred Buddhist sites. But I'm on my own. And it's great. So I feel really light, even though my carry-on bag's a little heavy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this this podcast is simply about King Floater. That's the name I used to get. That's the name I got when I lived in Seattle. Uh, for a year and a half, I was basically, well, transient. I can't say homeless. I just stayed with different friends for two months, one month, three months, that kind of thing, to save money to move to Boise. And I acquired the nickname King Floater. And it's it's been a staple. And I'm on the float. And this podcast is really going to be just about me being on the run. And it's interesting because uh, we had some Aikido tests on Thursday, uh, you know, which, well, adds to all the things I got to take care of. Um, but Brian Banta Sensei showed up, said that his teenage son's been listening to my podcast and uh, really liked the one where I was just driving to the Oregon Country Fair, you know, and, and making little stops and driving when I was on the road, driving or uh, driving, uh, speaking when driving, rec- recording when driving, pulling over, recording. Uh, landed at the Oregon Country Fair, wrote something up, I'm sorry, uh, recorded something, did a little podcast section. So I'm following that tip. You know, I'm just basically going to be just checking in every now and then. We'll see what happens in Seattle. Might even do some on the, I, I think it's a 13, 14 hour flight to Dubai. Holy smokes. And then land in Dubai, got to make my way to my hotel. I got some friends, friends of friends, Axel Magnuson, his friend Ashish, who is from Nepal but lives in Boise, has got me a couple connections over there. Just going to take care of some stuff. Uh, hopefully Ashok can pick me up from the airport, uh, get a little hang time with him, and then he'll get me to my hotel on Monday the 2nd, and then basically it's Kathmandu time, so... With that, my friends, I'm going to check out part one. Part one, here we go. Part one, podcast number 149, King Floater on the Run. Here we go, here we go. On the flow, King Floater part number two. Apparently podcast 147, or at least that's what I'm saying. I'll figure that out towards the end. I'm still in transit. I have arrived in Seattle. And uh, just let me catch up with something. Last night I was running around. Um, I I took out a certain amount of cash for travel funds, spending money in Nepal, and then uh, just 100 bucks to 
get cough drops, handy wipes, things of that nature. Buy a little bit of food, munchies, water. And uh, lo and behold, at the Rite Aid on State Street, what did I find? I found me a $20 bill. (laughs) Yeah, so that's great. That's always a good sign. I have been known to find money. I remember once I was hanging out with my good friend Seth Factor. I told him that I tend... I have a tendency to find money a lot, and he didn't believe me. We went out, and on three different occasions, I found money. And I found some change initially, and then I think I found two bucks on the ground later. And then when we were at a bar, I I hit Seth on the side. I was like, hey, man, look down. (laughs) And there was a 20 spot. So that was cool. That just helped pay for a few things, which is always nice, always nice. Here I am at the Seattle airport now. Coronavirus scare everywhere. People wearing masks. I'm in the international section. And what happens? What happens when I get on the Boise flight to Seattle? Um, the guy that sits next to me has got the sniffles. Now, what up with that? So, don't need to be freaking out too much other than the fact that I haven't slept a lot. I think I only got four and a half hours of sleep last night, which is kind of my traditional flow when I'm traveling. And it's a problem because the airports are fairly dirty and uh, everybody's just on germ alert. So what can a brother do except keep my flow going, keep my flow going? Okay, now landed in Seattle, got off the plane and... uh, Then had to make my way to the international section, which was a little more challenging than I thought. I had to jump a couple subway trains, you know, the the shuttle system. So I think I was at the end gate. I needed to get to the S gates. I had to take a shuttle to a mm, transfer point and then take that across the airport and then jump on another shuttle to get to the S gates. I made it. Took a little bit of work. And uh, I got myself a little food, and here I am, round two. I'm about to make my flight from uh, Seattle to Dubai. And um, I think it's a 12-hour flight. Could be 14 hours. Not 100% sure. And then I got a nine-hour layover in Dubai, so I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. Drink a lot of coffee or (laughs) try to go to sleep. But I need to get on Nepali time. So, let me see. It's 1 o'clock now. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, USA time. It's probably 2 in the morning in Nepal. I should be sleeping, actually. So, it's going to be a little tough transition. Uh, But that's what it is, you know. I'll just... I don't sleep a lot anyway, so I guess staying up late shouldn't be that big of a deal. I do like... I do like Seattle. Well, Seattle, Port... Portland, Oakland. I just like seeing a lot more diversity. Boise is definitely changing a lot, and I think that is great. But I'll tell you what, there's some deep diversity here. And then, of course, the international section, I might as well be in, in another country, kicking it over in the Emirates Airlines area, trying to make my way to Dubai. Everybody got brown skin. I'm the whitest brother out here. So that's nice. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm about to do a little bit of reorg. I think they only, they really only want me to carry one bag on the plane. So, 
my bigger bag's going to have to just kind of go into the baggage, which I'm not particularly fond of. You know, I kind of like not having to get checked bags. It's not 100% checked, you know, but it's more like they're just going to take it from me and put it on the... Uh, uh, just put it on the uh, the cargo area, and then I can just pick it up when I get off the plane in Dubai. Then I'll have to reboard again, go through the check and all that to get to uh, Nepal. Now, last year when I was in Tibet, my final or my flight out of Tibet into China was on uh, Tibetan Airlines, which I thought was great. The logo was sweet, that kind of thing, and then. Uh, my my flight from Dubai into Nepal is on Nepali Airlines, so we'll see if I can get a picture of that. Uh, one, there's an Alaskan airline plane here at the uh, at the Seattle airport that's painted Boise State. Got the blue and the orange. Says Big Boise State on the side. I think that's hilarious. But uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just basically in airport flow. I should actually do a podcast about how much I enjoy airports. It's a great time to read and uh, do photo management, clean up my computer, catch up on a number of items, kick it. But I love I love seeing people slightly frazzled, in a hurry, in transition, tired, And that's definitely where I am in this exact moment. Looking forward to getting on the plane and just kicking it. I don't know. I got a couple episodes of Doctor Who. And we'll see who is sitting next to me. I think I do have two hours. I should show up back at the... Yeah. I got a little less. Hour and 45 minutes. Which is just enough time to call my mom. Take a look at my computer get a couple of gigs done uh, and reorg which is what I really wanted to do I want to reorg I think I traveled pretty light this time I wanted to travel lighter but I got two Osprey bags which is I think pretty hippolicious I'll talk about them later I don't really want to mention too much about that I got nine hours in Dubai as I've mentioned probably three times (laughs) You know what is interesting is trying to find a quiet place in the airport. And quiet places in the airport tend to change a lot. Obviously, there's no flights coming out of, where am I standing? S7, gate S7. I'm in the deep corner. It's just me. And it's very sweet. It's very sweet. It's pleasant. Which has been great because, like I said, for the last week, I have just been running... Non-stop. Dharma Center, Aikido, Moldavite, Mala Counters, working on Matt Ariola's tattoo website, taking care of Mama, not sleeping a lot, doing my eight hours at work, just getting it done, just moving through life like a banshee. And uh, now I'm just taking the time to just relax. Hopefully I meet some cool people on the plane. That's what I'd like to do. And then just basically prep for some vlogging. I got me an Osmo uh, gimbal. And that's pretty sweet. I picked that up through all my Apple points. When I bought my new uh, 16-inch MacBook Pro, I bought it on my new Apple card. So I got a bunch of points. 
Well, half on my Apple card and then half on my new Alaska card. Because uh, there were perks both ways. I need new credit cards that have uh, no international fees. And uh, I spend more time on Alaskan Airlines. So it just seemed to make sense. I'm going to get rid of one of my Southwest cards. And um, we'll just take that route. Okay, my friends. Here we are. Seattle Airport. King Floater on the run to Kathmandu, Nepal. Basically, this is part two of um, this podcast. I'm going to string it all together on Monday and then see if I can get it, actually get it uploaded uh, and catch up on some other funkalicious miscellaneous podcasts of international one-handed King Floater Flow Yo. All right, that's it. Part two has come to a close. Hey, 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 okay, okay, here we go, Dubai International Airport, and uh, we're going to see how well this music goes, which just ended and uh, fixed my intro, fit into my intro just dandily, and we'll see what happens, I got a quiet moment, I just got off of the 14-hour flight, which on one level was (laughs) semi-brutal, Uh, semi-brutal but not too bad Emirates is a great airline Uh, they're very international unlike Hainan Air I loved flying Hainan Air excuse me the food didn't sit that well so I'm a little bit uncomfortable a lot of hand washing a lot of bathroom breaks nothing too intense but uh, it's just taken a little bit out of me and I cannot really tell you what time it is based on how I feel. So I know the clock here says 7 o'clock at night, but it could be 7 in the morning Boise time. I'm something like 24,000 hours off. I can't quite figure that out. And we're just going to have to see what happens. So I got nine hours to hang <laughs> I got a nine-hour layover at the Dubai airport. So I'm going to go into lost in transmission mode. Uh, like Bill Murray at the airport. And I'm just going to kick it. I'm going to hang. I'm going to see what Dubai has to offer in the airport, which is a pretty swank airport. Holy smokes, all the clocks are made by Rolex. And and uh, the bathrooms are incredibly clean. They have prayer rooms. They're mostly, mostly mosques, however. So I don't think I'm going to go in there and do a little Buddhist stuff. But I'll see if I can find some private space and take care of what I need to take care of uh yeah yeah that flight a little intense you know the the culture is so much different taking that kind of flight I think my international flight to Chengdu the last time LA to Chengdu still 12 hours uh just had a much different feel because it's mostly Chinese and then Dubai I may have I may be getting this incorrect but it could be can I say the Arab culture? And if I am deeply mistaken, please forgive me. Very cool. Very different. Very unique. I would love to spend more time here. I don't really understand anything about the deep traditional culture. Come to find out Dubai has been a fishing city since 
like 3,000 years BC before Christ. And then somewhere in the late 60s, oil was oil was found here. And then lo and behold, it's become one of the most advanced cities in the world. And uh, if, if I can only say that based on what I see here at the airport, indeed, indeed. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm not feeling that good. I'm jet lagged galore. And, and uh, yeah, so basically I got to find my way back to some location so I can figure out where my 4.30 a.m. flight, the clock here says, the clock here says 7.15 p.m. I think I have a 4.30 flight to Nepal. So I got some deep hang time. We'll see if I can sleep. At least I get a little Wi-Fi. And uh, there you go, my friends. Pretty uneventful flight. Didn't even watch a movie. Watched a little Doctor Who. Did some Buddhist practice. And just slept as much as I could. So that was good. And uh, okay, my friends. Here we go. International solo King Floater Travel. Boise, Seattle, Dubai, Kathmandu, Nepal, Part 3. Okay, my friends, Part 4, International Solo, one-handed, traveling, checking in, King Floater right here. I'm sitting outside the Dubai airport. Hopefully the sound quality is okay. I'm trying to do everything on my phone, limit the amount of technology that I have. But still trying to put some things together, and uh, oh yeah, I uh, my international travel chops a little soft, a <laughs> little soft this time around. I uh, I got my small Osprey bag, which is great, but my 16-inch Mac fits in there kind of tight. Thinking I should have brought my larger bag, but uh, I think it's going to work out. But here's I'm, I'm having a little quirk with the international travel just keeping track of stuff don't know what bag don't know what bag all my stuff's in i keep moving it around having trouble finding my wallet having trouble getting to my passport um and then just trying to dig trying to dig for my toothbrush that's been a little weird trying to get to my toothpaste things like that i think i'm just going to have to especially on travel time of basically well total travel time 48 hours i mean i left boise left my home at 9 30 a.m and i'm scheduled to land in Kathmandu at 12 uh, 9 30 a.m so with time change 48 hours but really more like more like 36 hours because it's a it's a 12 hour time change but I got a, you know, I had a long layover in Seattle. I have a nine-hour layover in Kathmandu. So I need to be a little more prepared for that. I didn't have any cash. Well, I didn't convert any cash into Dearmars, which is the, the money used in Dubai. Fortunately, though, I do have my... I do have my Alaska card which has no international fees, and I can use Apple Pay in most tip areas here in Dubai. So all that works out, all that works out. But, uh, yeah, just a little, little choppy, little rugged, trying to carry the bags, just a lot of moving stuff around. I'm definitely going to have to work this out a little better on the way back. My big issue is that I don't really want to leave any technology in my 
large carry-on because sometimes that gets put in back. It doesn't get checked, but it gets taken away. And I'm never a big fan of that, but there it is. Therefore, I need to carry a little bit with me. And it'd be nice to have a little larger of a backpack. Just a little, but man, I have so many bags. I got so many bags, coats, and shoes. Good thing I got long hair. Because sometimes, I, you know, past life definitely was a girl. Definitely. And I got to tell you this. Uh, it's been a long time since I had two shots of espresso at midnight. And I'm going to quote Zochin Kempo Choga Rinpoche right here. Coffee has immeasurable power. I don't really want to fall asleep yet. It's almost 1.30, so I can probably get through the ticket office. Uh... And at least get to an area where I can get a little better food and hang out. Here was my initial dilemma when I landed at the terminal in Dubai. Uh, I wasn't quite aware that uh, that maybe the terminal that Nepal Air is flying out of isn't that equipped. And then usually they don't let you past security more than three hours early. I probably should have stayed where I landed a lot more facilities a lot more access to food probably a bit more to do Um, but then yeah you know I've just been so tied up with trying to get out of town with all those things that was going on in one of my earlier part one part two part three podcasts that I didn't really have a lot of time to (laughs) to really see where I needed to be in Dubai so yeah totally an adventure I had to, when I was trying to find Nepali Air, they basically told me I needed to go to Terminal 2. No, Terminal 1. Now I'm hanging out at Terminal 1. Come to find out that I need to go to Terminal 2. And Terminal 2 is far away. It's on the other side of the landing strip. So we had to make basically a big 180 degree turn. I had to take a cab. I had to take a cab to get to Terminal 2. And uh, if I really would have paid enough attention, I would have realized probably the smartest thing to do would have been just stayed where I was initially. And then when I needed to, take a cab to Terminal 2 around 1.32 in the morning. But basically I'm awake and uh, hopefully I can get a little bit of sleep be nice to pass out on the plane get five hours of sleep and then wake up in Kathmandu at 9 30 and just do that day or at least a lot of the day even if I even if I got to bed around nine o'clock and got up at 6 a.m as long as I start getting on the the local time frame Uh, one thing I did not recall is that Dubai is a Muslim area and I realized that when I heard uh, when I heard prayer time being broadcasted so I remember experiencing that when I was in Indonesia, Indonesia and uh, Malaysia, very Muslim countries. So, yeah, of course, they, they do their prayers out loud for everyone to hear. And I think that's very beautiful. I think it's amazing that uh, there's uh, prayer rooms where you can come and, and do your prayers. As a Buddhist, I don't think I, it's probably not a good idea to enter the mosque. I'll just do my solo practice the things I need to do on the run I don't know how long I've been awake so I'm just stretching it out I'm just stretching it out and uh, yeah so this is basically part three man it was a long rough couple
couple hours, totally unprepared. Um, but not too bad. You know, I got a lot of flow experience. You know, it's interesting. I do get a lot of one-handed looks carrying these two bags. I'm doing the pregnant woman thing. So I got a backpack up front and a backpack in the back. And it's nice because it evens me out. It's easy to carry. And uh, it leaves my hand and arm free. Uh, so I think I'm going to make this work. I need to really see how this little Osprey bag Osprey bag works just on its own. So like I said, maybe when I get to the air, when I get back to my hotel, I want to do just a quick little podcast, actually more of a vlog about packing and traveling for Nepal for Kathmandu. My kind of style. What am I how am I doing it? What am I wearing? How many clothes do I have? I feel like I have too much. But I really don't. I plan on bringing a big suitcase back. So we'll we'll see where that's at. Okay, my friends, here we go. Dubai Airport Part 2. Getting ready to make the transition to Nepali Air. Get in there and kick it. Maybe charge my phone. I wanted to get this, this podcast recorded uh, before... Uh, before what? Before I run out of power. Because I don't even have a power strip. I don't have an adapter for Dubai. I don't even know what I need. So that's what I got. I got to do a little research. I got to kick it. I got to get through security and immigration and passport stuff and all that. Um, And then I'll check in. I'll check in before I take off to before I take off to Nepal. So I have one more section of this podcast. So there we go, my friends. Thanks so much. Be bold. Be courageous. And. Be brave. Okay, Kay, here we go. The last the last section, apparently, because I wasn't able to record that uh, last bit in the Dubai airport after I made the transition to Nepali Air, uh, I did have a huge layover. So from 6 until... 6.30 p.m. until 1.30 a.m. I'm just hanging out at the Dubai airport. I made the transition to Terminal 2. And then I wanted to uh, get, on, get on my flight, get ready to go, or at least get uh, checked in, and then do one more quick little podcast. But that didn't unfold. I am currently... At the Avatar Kathmandu Hotel in Tamal, the main tourist area. I have four days here. And um, I'm just kicking it. I'm just kicking it. I've had a long, long day. I was able to get a little more coffee there at the airport. That put me through. So on my last podcast, I was talking about getting ready to get in. Because you can't check in until three hours before the flight. And it's interesting because when I came out, before I went and did my podcast, I was in the bathroom. I had my hair up in a bun, well, a a messy bun. So I had some hair hanging out. And it's funny because this has happened to me many times in the men's bathroom. But I'm standing there either with my hair down or my hair up. And I can see a guy walk in to the bathroom and look at me and he's just got that look like oh my god I just walked into the girl's bathroom and then typically I say in a very low voice no this is the boys room and then they figure out what's going on (laughs) so it happened again (laughs) it was just hilarious it was hilarious and then I came out and recorded the previous section of this 
podcast in pieces put together. When I was out there for the eight minutes recording the podcast, apparently the gate to Nepali Air opened. When I came in, I realized I was at the end of an incredibly long line. Oh my word. And then people, I got to ask somebody about this. Somebody here in Nepal, there were people were bringing in so much stuff. Oh my word, there was so much checked in bag baggage for the plane. One of the Nepali security guards at the airport, I think I spoke to him earlier, but he asked me, he said, Hey, do you have any do you have any uh uh checked bags? Or he said, Do you have any carry-on? Is all you have is carry-on? And I said yes. So he actually took me to the front of the line. (laughs) He took me to the front of the line, and then I got to just sneak in real quick and take care of it, which was great because then I had to go through security. You know, I had to go through the the x-ray scan and all that. I had to find my way to gate F. It was an interesting experience. There was no quiet place to record a podcast, and... Time just unfur- unfurled rather quickly. I needed to get some food, which is always a challenging thing. The airport food was very difficult for me. My stomach did not feel very good. And even the airplane food certainly did not make me feel that good. But I got me something to drink. I got me something to eat. And then um, I got on, you know, I just had some downtime. And then I got on Nepali Airlines. Nepal Airlines. And wow, I was, that five hour flight was slightly brutal. It was difficult to prep for. uh, It was hard to wait for. I'd been up an incredibly long time. It's almost four o'clock in the morning. And what I really want to do is just go to sleep. Everyone else is tired. We're all pretty strung out. Plane shows up late. Uh, Well, we board late. And then we have to get on a bus that takes us out in the middle of the the tarmac. Get on the plane. Do all this stuff. It just, it was a little abrupt. Uh, It was a little jagged. And it was Nepal Airlines. So... Uh, it was a challenge. We all got some sleep. We got on there. They served some food. It wasn't great, but it was tasty. But here's the thing I really want to say about Nepal Air Airlines. <coughs> I'm sorry. There's a lot of pollution here. My throat hurts. The movie they played was a Charlie Chaplin movie in black and white. You know, they they, they don't have the screens behind the seats. They just have some drop downs, right? And I looked up and they were showing... A turn of the century, black and white movie with no sound, silent image, silent picture of Charlie Chaplin. I mean, how just absolutely bizarre is that? I mean, absolutely bizarre. That's what they played the last hour, the last hour of our flight. So I probably got about three hours of sleep. When I woke up and they served us breakfast, I actually felt pretty good. And I've been up since then. And I've had a pretty pretty intense day just getting through landing at uh landing at uh landing in Kathmandu and then going through the coronavirus thermal scan. There was such a huge delay because of that. And then I had to do immigration. Yeah, they they're just checking us for 
fever, all that kind of stuff, or are we bringing in the coronavirus, blah, 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 blah. It's a big deal, don't get me wrong. But wow, was that intense. Then I had to do the... Um, do the application for my visa. Then I had to pay for my visa. Then I had to go through the immigration line. Wow. And then I got to finally meet Ashuk, who is Ashish's brother, little brother. And Ashish is a good friend of my friend and old student of Aikido, Axel Magnuson, set me up. This guy picked me up from the airport. We took a cab. We got some great food, Takali. Oh, it was just... Oh, it was exactly what I needed. Light, filling, and tasty. Oh, it was good. Good. Yeah, and then he took me to his place for a little bit. We hung out. We relaxed. He made me a nice cup of joe. And then we went and did the hard stuff. We had to get a Sims card. And then... Uh, we had to do money exchange. And then we had to get me to my hotel. We had to get me checked in. Had to set up just just everything. So it was good. These guys took care of me. The hospitality in Nepal is grand. And then I actually got to kick it around Tamil a bit. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. (laughs) Uh, Ashok was telling me, he's like, oh, Tamil, uh, Tamil has two meanings. Like, oh, I spent the day in Tamil has one meaning. I spent the night in Tamil or Tamil has a totally different meaning. And I'll tell you what, after eight o'clock at night, things do change. Things do change. I can't tell you how many times I got approached for drugs. Like, oh, I have some marijuana. This guy even like, he he looked at me real serious. Then he popped his head at me. He said, I have magic mushrooms. You know, and I, I, no, 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 no. When I travel, there are many things I want to see, many things I want to do. But a police station and a hospital ain't any of them. So, yeah, you know, walking around uh, Tamil at night, probably not a great idea, which is fine because, man, I had such a long day. That 11, 12, 18-hour day, I can't even tell you. You know, from the time I uh, I got on the plane at 4 in the morning, I probably slept from 5 until 8.30 and then ate breakfast and then landed at 9.30 and then it's just been nonstop. Um and Ashok took really good care of me. You know, he's got a really nice place. It was really relaxed. Uh, he got me grounded. He got me stable. I'm at my hotel. SIM card is working. Uh, I got cash. I got cash. And I'm I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. So here I am, late night. I, I can't really say it's my first, first day, Kathmandu, but it was. I got just really great... Nepalese hospitality and I think tomorrow I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the monkey temple (laughs) we got to try out the monkey temple so uh, I might walk I might take a cab I'm not quite sure yet I'm not quite sure Uh, my things are a little disorganized my feet really hurt I should probably do a little bit of organization I like to call it org I got an org and if you know me you spend time with me I I do a lot of (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do a lot of reorganizing my stuff. I get kind of scattered. It's funny. And I was talking about that. Yeah, I got I got to work something out here. I got to work a I got to I got to work a bag out. That 16-inch Mac kind of threw me. And uh yeah, I think I'm going to reorg and watch this last episode of Doctor Who and then uh just get ready for tomorrow. Might sleep in a little bit. 
I definitely need a good night's sleep in a bed. That would be pretty kind. And then, uh, yes, my friends, we will see what tomorrow brings. So this is the close to this podcast. And, uh, yeah, I might have to make some time to put this podcast together. So let's do that. Let's do that. We'll see what other podcasts come out of Nepal. Uh, I've been thinking about this funny podcast about international travel. It's kind of like futuristic interstellar galaxy traveling, meeting all kinds of aliens. All these cultures are so different, especially when I was in the Arab culture, Dubai. Whoa, so different, so different, different clothes, different language, different food, different customs. You know, it's just like visiting another planet, but on a small scale. So I don't know, that sounds like a a neat little podcast I'd like to just get out. And then uh, we'll see, maybe I'll talk about some more about Nepal. Okay, my friends, thanks for hanging with me. And uh, so let me switch it up. Let me switch it up. This is what my mom said to Tyler and Savannah the last time they were at my house when they was leaving. And I'm on, I'm going to bid you farewell with what Mama Coco said to them. Take care. Be cool. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.